Hello there, welcome to season two of Future Becobes Slimming with Sass. I'm afraid it is just me, James Anderson, here, because Paul can't be here, but in his place, we do have the fragrant Jackie Anderson, who is joining us on the podcast. How are you, Jackie? Oh, hello, is that me? Yeah. You're looking well, a lot of food in your moustache. Oh, yeah. yeah. What, what have you been eating? Uh, chicken sandwiches and chips. Yeah. Right, well, that's quite enough of that shtick. Let's bring on the other Anderson. The only one that really matters is uh, Paul Anderson. Hello, mother, get out. Hi, it's just me now. Hello. How do you do? So, we should probably introduce ourselves for the people who are unfortunate enough to stumble upon us accidentally. We are the Two Chubby Cubs. Um, we are a food blog, and somehow we've managed to amass all manner of people following us. I'm James Anderson. Uh, I would say I'm the writer um, of the blog that got us here. I basically put all the funny stories in and all the all the knob jokes, and you are? I am Paul. I am the cook and the body and the good looks. <laughs> When's that starting? Right now. <laughs> okay, I would argue with that. Um, so, the last series that we did was all about uh, weight loss. Mm-hmm. It was all about our weight loss, tips to help you lose weight, and all that kind of thing. Can I use a wank term? Of course, you never stop using wank It was all about term. our journey. It was never about our journey. It was our, totally about the journey. Our journey is a road with a roundabout at the top <laughs> and a roundabout at the bottom where we just go up and down, up and down. That's all it is. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Um, so, yes, but the, the two chubby cover side of things, uh, we've been going how long now? Eight years? Oh, God. Um, do you know what? I haven't got a clue. Oh, well, that's because you never put any um, effort into it these <sighs> days. Um, it's been going eight years. Uh, the blog was... Just kind of trundling along for about six mm. years, and then uh, yeah, yeah. we went on the telly. You slapped a bean in McCall's ass. We lost, <laughs> we lost ten stone each, pretty much. Yeah. Um, became super skinny, which is definitely where we are now. Mm. Is that right? I don't say we. I don't think we ever were super skinny. Okay, well, I'm just trying to build an image. It's all it's like a romantic thing here. Um, so that's probably not where we are now, but we'll we'll touch on that later. But let's bring everyone up to speed with what's been happening to us this year. What a year. Because we have had a year and a half, haven't we? Not literally a year and a half, because that would be so many days. That would be mid-2021 days. <laughs> wow. Okay, so the main things, let's, let's run through. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, at the start of the year, we released a cookbook. We did two Chubby Cubs. The cookbook. Yeah, well done, love. <laughs> <laughs> Just complete... Oh. Yeah. No, it just went completely out of mind. But two chubby cubs, the cookbook. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we beautiful ca- book. We thought it would do all right, um, and you know maybe sell a few copies, and it ended up selling over one hundred and thirty thousand yeah. copies. It sold record. amazingly well. It really did. Um, so thank you to everyone who bought it. We really hope you liked it. Yeah, and it was a Sunday Times bestseller, which we never expected. And if you haven't got it, what the fuck's wrong with you? Go and get it. Seriously, it's one of the best books you'll ever read. It's mint. Yeah, um, that's what we should have put in the spine. Mm. It's the best book you'll ever read. It's mint. Um, but, you know, for two people who basically stumble around the kitchen making a lot of noise and very rarely cooking anything that looks presentable, mm. we somehow managed to scrape through. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going to blow our own horns too much here because we're far too fat to do that. But we were surprised it did well. Yes. And for you, what was, like, the biggest surprise? What? When did you realise it was all kind of real? Ooh... First of all, I was surprised by how many people bought it in the first place and how many people were excited to get it. And I don't know, just especially in the Facebook group, it created a bit of a storm, which was really, really nice to see. And the amount of people that got it and just said how much they loved it. Uh, it became very real when I first saw it in the shops. Yeah. I didn't really know how to react to it. It was so surreal. Well, I remember messaging you from Tesco to say, it's it's there. Yeah. And it really is. It's a <laughs> surreal experience because I've always wanted to be a writer. Mm. You've always wanted to be a writer's wife. So <laughs> everything's just coming true. But it was. It, it was people, um, 
you know, people buying it and then posting it, say posting it in a Facebook group, which gave us, you know, at least a day off from people fighting and mm. calling each other slags over like, you know, <laughs> who makes the best gravy, um, which was nice. So for me, it was, I mean, it was nice seeing it in the shops and stuff like that, but it was just people actually coming up to us and saying, you know, we've tried all the recipes. Yeah. It's family friendly, all that kind of stuff. It was, it was validating and god knows we do not need any more validation well i don't anyway and not to be one of them it was all about i'm gonna be one of them it's what two trippy cubs was always about it was about doing good food on the cheap piece of piss nothing fancy Mm -hmm. just good basic food that everyone liked and well there you go there's there's the third cookbook title good basic food that everyone likes no two trippy cubs piece of piss piece of piss yeah you know it's it's, what what did we come up with the last one jars of piss skin fucked and fucked I can't even say it. Skin fact and fuck. Skin yeah, it. Jackie coming back. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that did really well, mm. and it was lovely seeing all the nice comments. I will say one thing: if I ever hear the words Mongolian beef again, I will do time because <laughs> fuck my ass. Out of, all, out of all the recipes that we spent ages making, it was the recipe from 2016 that we did on the blog that bloody went stratospheric. It's always been that way, though. The recipes that we think are gonna go, that people are gonna go mental for, mm. sometimes don't. But then some that we just think are just like, there, eh, just chuck it on. Mm-hmm. Do really, really well. Mongolian beef's one of them. And also the sausage and leek. Uh, oh, the bake. Thing. Yeah, that, people went absolutely crazy for that. Which is weird, because that was basically, we went to Switzerland. We are like, oh, that makes a really nice idea. We hoid it all <laughs> yeah. in a pan. Ours came out looking like something had just been like, shat out, wasn't it? It was disgusting. <laughs> Put the recipe in, and our lovely food photographers made it look beautiful. So I'm guessing that's what's enticed it in. Because honestly, re- um, readers, listeners, um, <laughs> if you actually saw what happens when we cook, I mean, we're not bad cooks, but we don't. Put a lot of effort into presentation to it because what's the no. point? It's just going to get eaten and turned into poo. We're not trained and we're not like cordon bleu or anything like that. We just we just slop it in a bowl. Honestly, yeah. if you could see how it looks at home, you'd be shocked. Yeah, you'd be devastated. It looks that, not like it does in the book. That is the beauty <laughs> of uh, food photography. Um, so yeah, and then so the the, the book came out. Um, we did some book signings. Oh, that was amazing. I really missed doing the book signings. That is a yeah. Coronavirus knocked all that on the head, but I absolutely I hated the idea of it because I thought, well, who's going to turn up? We were shitting ourselves. We really were. In fact, I had to go for an emergency crap at John Lewis in Southampton. Yeah, but you have to go for emergency crap everywhere you go. I have never, what, 14 years of marriage, I've never managed to get to one destination where you haven't immediately turned to me with that like ashen look on your face and where's the nearest toilet? It was my knaves. We should say one thing just before I, I get back to the book signings. We are not recording this in London, which you may be able to tell. Mm. Um, previously, our podcast, we were recorded in a lovely studio. Oh, it was really nice. Lovely really? staff waiting on his hands and foot. Cans we were in like a turret in a fancy office block surrounded by books. It was lovely. It really was. However, it may surprise you to know we are recording this in a, in a hotel room in Newcastle. Mm. Um, so if you can hear the thrum of an air conditioning unit, that'll be why. Also, we've only got one chair, so I'm currently sat on the bedside table, which I've brought in from the bedroom. So if you hear the sound of like a flashlight slurping noise, that's what that Ignore is. Ignore him, dear readers. <laughs> listeners. It's listeners. It's a podcast. Mm. Right, so... Uh, yes, yeah, so obviously we're stuck in Newcastle. So I do apologise if the sound quality isn't quite up to scratch. And you will hear Paul slurping at coffee mm. um, all the way through this because we're trying to wake him up. He's had ever such a long day, haven't he? I have. I've been working very hard. Tirelessly. Mm. NHS. I mm. should give you a round of applause. Mm. Oh, thank you. you know what? I can't Please. be bothered. Oh, fuck you. Um, wow. Um, so yeah, we didn't think anyone would turn up at the book signings. And then the first one that we did was in Southampton. Um, people turned up in their droves, didn't they? It was really weird because we turned up, we got our boots polished. Um, and then is that an integral part of this story? Yeah, okay. we had to wait an hour for you to get yours polished. Well, yeah, do it right. Do and then we went into the shop. I can't remember what the shopping centre was called, but we went in and there was like barriers 
outside and I thought oh that can't be for us yeah. but then we went around the corner and there was a queue of people waiting for us and then they spotted us and they waved and I had to quickly run past so I can go for my shit <laughs> but it was a very very strange but nice feeling that people went out of their way to come and see us because I wouldn't I... well I was trying to think of the people that I would get out of bed and go across town to go see and I can't think of anyone apart from my Tracy you wouldn't get out of bed if the house is on fire more on that later <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, so for people to come out and see little old us was really really nice and I hope you had a lot of fun because yeah. we certainly did it, do you know what was what was interesting was probably my favourite part of this whole thing yeah um, it was a kind of eclectic mix of people mm. who turned up as well it wasn't just like you know, who you might expect. Uh, it was just all sorts of people. And, we and you signed. were very eager to get your boobs out for us. You, yeah, gosh, honestly. I've we signed ne- so many breasts. I've never seen so many breasts in my Someone life. Someone even dyed their dog pink for us. <laughs> Did they? You had to not remember in Newcastle. Oh, she had a pink dog. Yeah, I have no idea why. I, I don't still she, don't understand why. I don't know if she dyed it pink. <laughs> she said it was especially for us. For us. Oh, well. I mean, there was one. Because it was a gay dog. There was a woman um, who had a pinny, who I loved. But she had a pinny. And she remember, she was like, oh, can you just sign my boobs? And then, oh, yeah. will you just sign my pocket? And I was like, well, the pocket's dangerously over the <laughs> jingle there, love. Um, and I lost three Sharpies. That was the most annoying thing. Until the end of the Sharpie it. just dried up. I don't know what was going on there. It was like a portal. Ah, portal. And so many husbands and dads, please, yeah. Oh, Oh my God. Oh. If we ever do boot signings again, um, which I'm presuming once coronavirus is fucked off, we might. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, yes, by all means, come along, but make sure that you bring at least an attractive brother, partner, father, whatever you want, because we all need eye candy at the end of the day, yeah. don't we? Um, so yeah, the book signings were great. Then that all got kind of knocked on the head by Corona. Um, we were on TV. We were on the telly. James and Paul, faces of ITV. Um, <laughs> not content with Davina and something else. We were also on the programme Save Money, Lose Weight. Yes, unexpectedly. We yeah. Know. So we were driving down to do something else. I can't remember what it was. It was and we, going on James Martin. Yeah, and we got a text message that said, oh, you're on TV tonight. Um, we're going to review your diet and see how many people, see if people lose weight. Yeah. And we we're shitting yeah, ourselves really absolutely were. shitting ourselves because you know we're not like like Paul said at the start we are not chefs we're not nutritionalists nutritionalists nutritionists we're not, pe- we're not people who are geek good with food <laughs> <laughs> no but so we had no idea whether it would actually work it worked for us but it might not work for everyone else but at the end of the end of the day it's all low calorie food mm-hmm. and this guy came on who was to be our testy whatever testy not testy <laughs> actually well he was oh, quite well. um <laughs> And, you know, at first we thought, oh, he's not going to take this seriously because he was very, like, um, you just want all these takeaways and stuff. And didn't very, seem that into it. It did not. Yeah. Um, but he absolutely followed just a letter and he ended up losing, like, two stone. A lot. In I think actually it was about four stone, you know. Was it over two months? Uh, something like that. It was, it, was a, it was a vast amount over not very long. Um, and we were chuffed. And I think we came, overall, in the whole series, uh, we came third. But... The ones that came before us weren't what we would call proper diets. Anyway, one looked like um, it was yeah, a little t- daft thing. Well, it was like it looked like a little teaspoon of jizz that you had. <laughs> it did though. It did though, didn't it? Tell me it didn't. It was like a little teaspoon of grey, watery, viscous fluid that you had to swallow. Well, I've been doing that for years. The spunk diet. The spunk diet. Come again. Um, hey. Um, one, one was just where you had a spoonful of vinegar for a meal. Yeah. It was. It was. I can't remember exactly what they were, but there were two daft ones. Mm. Ours was by far the, the top scoring proper food mm-hmm. meals. Well, because when it comes down to it, it's just low calorie food. And if you eat less calories, then 
you spend exercising, you'll lose weight pretty much always. Uh, science. Science, yeah, honestly. Get, oh, this, is why I put, this is why I put these glasses on now. Seriously, I'm studious now. And our highest accolade, he called us the king of fakeaways. Yeah, which is true, because I have been faking it for 14 years. I put it on my LinkedIn and everything as well, Joff. I put it on my grinder. <laughs> I, um, and then the other TV thing that we did was James Martin. Oh, God. We, again, were absolutely shitting ourselves. But this is because both of us have massive imposter syndrome. Yeah. Um, you're going on a TV show with an absolute dilf of a chef. Oh, who was lovely. Oh, God, he was, wasn't he? Wasn't he? He smelled lovely as well. Well, of course he did. He's, mm. he's rich. He, you know, rich people smell nice. That's a fact. And we're going to give you all the secrets here. It was his actual house. We thought it was just going to be some a studio, studio somewhere. Yeah. It's his actual house. And mm. he had a big stone planter a quality street by his front door. Now I don't. I, that's all you need to know about the man. Love him. <laughs> that's, you've Love the, him. You've got the measure from there. Got he's got a fountain, but full of quality street. Now, you, mm. to me, right? I like a quality street, but that is not a rich person's chocolate. Street. It's not a rich person's chocolate. But he's, he's not like a fancy type. He's not pretentious. No, he's that's what we like about James Martin. He's, he's one of us. Yeah, he's one yeah. of us. That's what he I like might have ten cars, but he loves yeah. a quality street. He puts eighteen kilograms of butter in one souffle, but he's one of us. Right. Um, so yeah, we went on there. We were originally supposed to be going on with Liz McDonald, which was our dream. God, if we couldn't get on with Liz. Seriously, Tart oh, with a Heart, James yeah. Anderson meeting Tart with a Heart, <laughs> Liz McDonald. <laughs> yeah, um, but sadly she got rearranged. Um, so yeah, we, we we said we don't really want to do cooking um, mm. because it was our very first time on TV doing anything like that. We didn't want to have to cook and talk at the same time. Yeah. So it was kind of agreed that we would make a Merry Berry Salad from yes. our first book. Um, which is delicious really, if you haven't had it already. Really easy to do, so you'd think. Um, which just basically a load of salad leaves, a load of berries, a little reduction, put it all together on a plate. You know, that's it. Job done. So there's well, my, well. where the confusion came in. Oh, here we go. Right. Here we Here's go. my explanation. Excuses, okay. excuses, love, excuses. So you go in the house, lovely, beautiful, and there's um, some really nice, friendly uh, mm-hmm. people that prepare all the meals and the ingredients and stuff. And this lovely woman said, oh, we're going to get it all sorted for you before you go on. Don't worry, we're going to measure everything out. It'll be fine. And I was like, great, because I can't be asked. I'm slightly hungover. So we went and did all the makeup and stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. And it came time to shoot it. But they shoot like four episodes in one day. So it's very, there's no, there's just no time to mess about. Yeah. So you're straight into it. And then, so we sat on that lovely um, table and chairs outside, made gooey eyes at James Martin. Oh, oh that was lovely. Obviously, I held him in conversation. Complete dish. You're but, so nice. Oh, he was. So, in front of me, there was a big bowl of lettuce leaves, a big bowl of rocket, a big roll of berries, like the mm-hmm. recipe, and a mixing bowl. Yep. And then when the time came, I looked at it, and I thought, oh, my God, those leaves are not going to fit in that bowl. Mm. But they did say they'd sorted everything out, so I thought, well, they must have measured it, so it must just yeah. work somehow. And then I've got a bit of a bong eye as well, so I can't t- tell space and distance and things like that. Because James Martin would have mixing bowls that transcend, you know, sure. dimensions. Well, I don't see why they wouldn't. He's James Martin. <laughs> He's got a quality street planter. He could have used that. <laughs> so I started tipping things in, and then you, if, if you ever would see it again, they have shown it um, again, but you can see, just see the panic in my eye, because as soon as I put that first leaf in that bowl, I realise mm. I fucked up. Yeah. But then I think, I've just got to keep going, because I can't have a bowl of lettuce and a couple of berries on the top. Yeah. So I just think, oh, fuck. So I had to put the rest in, and then I've got this enormous bowl of lettuce and rocket, trying to sprinkle some berries on the top of it and trying to mix it. And you it literally horrible. couldn't have slipped a crouton in amongst us. It was that packed. I had that horrible thing where you start dissociating, you're like, you're, like you're, you know, you get like the hissing in your ears, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, fuck. And I could see people behind the camera just panicking and whispering and looking. Mm-hmm. But luckily, he stepped in, and he gave us a massive paella pan <laughs> to tip it into <laughs> yeah. and mix it up and stir it up. 
And then I think it worked out all right. But then I had something else with the goat's cheese as well. And I think I think I just used my fingers because yeah. I just panicked. There was a little knife there, and you thought, let's just go. Yeah, I just, I'm just going to scoop it out with my but, hands. Oh, you you should have done that. What you should have done is oh, just say, oh, it's yeah, the rustic approach. Right. Rustic approach. <laughs> Can I just say though, this is how we do it in Northumberland. <laughs> we don't have cheese in Northumberland. <laughs> what culture? We scream when an aeroplane goes over. <laughs> but you know. Um, Afterwards, we were really embarrassed about this, and then yeah. I, and then we when, we when we had dinner afterwards, we were talking about it, and that's just very us. Yeah, this is yeah. what we always say. Like we, again, we aren't professionals, and therefore us going on the telly, making tits of ourselves. Do you know the best part was though, that you couldn't really see because you were too busy with one eye on the salad. I could eye see on out the, the corner of my eye, the corner of his eye, <laughs> just kind of looking back. Well, he kept boards. he kept like talking to me, and I was you know yeah. doing my normal chatter chatter, um, but I could see there was genuine like, what the <laughs> fuck are these two doing here? <laughs> It was like we just wandered in and nicked the set easels or something like that, and we just accidentally stumbled onto the set. Oh, look at us making a salad. Hey, I tell you what, the internet was not kind. No, the internet was not kind at all. But they were very cruel. But you've got to think of this. Very, very what type? <laughs> very, very arse. Very, very arse. But what type of an arse? Goes on to like Facebook just to leave a nasty comment about oh those two oh, I think Us. one that, one of them was those two fat puffs <laughs> can't even make a salad. It's like well what are you doing on your Saturday? Are you on James Martin? No, you're sitting at home with egg on your jumper and your mum dying in the next room. Anyway, someone did say the most embarrassing food preparation I've ever seen in my life, mm. and I put that on my LinkedIn as well. Well, you know what? You've got to make the most of these yeah. things. And that um, we had a few more things like radio interviews and stuff like that, which we really like doing TV stuff, and then it all got all to pot because of which everyone was sick of fucking talking <sighs> about coronavirus which we're going to touch on a little bit later coronavirus immediately oh, sorry coronavirus nice there's a <laughs> reference that just won't date <laughs> bitch <laughs> wow um, so yeah coronavirus happened and then literally what two weeks after coronavirus we had possibly the most terrifying or not so much terrifying just um, something that would completely upend our year we got the clap. That's right. Got the clap on the antibiotics. <laughs> on the antibiotics, and in, in, in the haste, in the haste, uh, everything went wrong. No, we didn't get the clap. No, we didn't get it. No, what happened was we went to bed one night, and um, you know, went to sleep. And then I woke up at about two o'clock for a piss. Went into our bathroom to note he's getting on. <laughs> fuck off! I never get up for a week. This fuck now. That's well, I wish I fucking was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. So I got up at two o'clock in the morning. Went to our bathroom. Noticed that the bathroom was a hell of a lot more orange and a hell of a lot more hot than it usually was. It turns out the house was on fire. Mm. Um, so I, after taking this in for a second and then realizing that's where the beeping was coming from, the smoke alarm, I rushed into the bedroom. Yeah, it was making a really weird wailing noise. Yeah, well, that was that about? about? I thought it was the malfunction oh, of the battery. She wants to shut up. Yeah. Um, so I went. To to the bedroom I thought how the hell do I wake you up because you know you are dead to the wind when you're at the thing and I thought well maybe I'll just leave him <laughs> you know this could be a new life <laughs> oh no that's cruel and plus you'll go up like a chip pan fire when you probably water on it as soon as it hits fire all that fat oh, nice. um, so I pulled the duvet off that didn't wake up so I slapped you on the arse as hard as we possibly could you remember that didn't you say my eyeballs rolled in my head like clockwork seriously <laughs> when I woke up. you know that in a cartoon <laughs> you know like someone's thinking about money and the cash goes <laughs> you went straight straight from unconscious to wide awake in a about half a second, arse absolutely raging. Uh, you bellowed at me. I told you the house on fire. We rushed out into the garden, and that's where we sat and basically watched our house burn down. Um, and I tell you what, it's. It, I think genuinely, it's one of the most frightening things that can happen to you because you can't do anything at that point. You just watch fire basically take away everything that you've got, or you know, all your little memories, all that stuff. A house that is full of like your past. 
and stuff like that. And it's horrible. And some people cope in one way, which was you, which was very stoic, you know. It'll be fine. It's all insured. I got the insurance documents out. I yeah. told him where the gas stopcock was. And oh, all of that yeah. Can we just say one thing? No, it was bloody lucky that we did tell them where the gas well, stopcock was. Because they yeah. didn't realise that there's a bloody <laughs> gas boiler up in our loft because it's a bungalow. The roof was away on fire and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, you, you you were calm as anything. Basically, you were just enjoying the firemen traipsing around. Weren't yes, you? it was, oh, it was wonderful watching them in action. So thank you very much to the boys in blue of the Northumberland <laughs> Fire and Rescue Service. They were you did an amazing job. They were absolutely fine. Oh, yeah, they? oh they my were God, lovely. each and all. Oh. Seriously. Um, I could I could make a hose joke, but I'm not good. So you were the calm one. I, and I was surprised by this, actually, because I'm not one for melodrama. <laughs> were, you, were you surprised? Were you really surprised? Were right. you? I sat in that garden, really? and I... Gen- well, you got to remember, I was the one who discovered the fire. That was a shocking thing. Um, yes, you got about three seconds extra than I got. <laughs> so, brave soul. I'm sat in the front garden, um, and... Screaming. I wasn't screaming, but I was very upset. I was really genuinely upset. And, you know, the, yeah, fair enough, the fire brigade did come over and say, do you want a blanket? And then they went and saved my duvet. And they come my- and said to me, is she all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fuck off. Fine. Fuck. Actually did say that to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. That'll do. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the house burned down. Yes. Um, which meant, basically, because it was a bungalow, all of our electrics were buggered, all of our water, all our gas, the boiler, the roof. Um, Active fry. Fucked. Gone. <laughs> Do you know the most devastating Dead thing? Right. Hotel chocolate velvetizer. Oh, yeah. Oh. The, the hotel chocolate velvetizer offers a creamy cocoa drink at any opportunity. <laughs> and I find it incredibly useful and delicious. So, you know, if anyone was thinking about gifting us a hotel chocolate velvetizer, £99 RRP, probably in the sales, um, you know, you could do worse than give it to us. Are you listening, Hotel Chocolat? We're open. Yeah, see, I was trying to be subtle about it. <laughs> Call me. Look, I even put my advertiser voice on. Hotel Chocolat. Anus. <laughs> anyway, so I always wanted to do that. Yeah, so the house burned down. Um, yeah. And we lost all sorts of things. The cats had to go and move into our friend's house. Uh, our insurance people, who were absolutely incredible, they were, they have been absolutely faultless, um, put us over to a hotel, um, mm. which was only supposed to be a short term measure. We are still here now. And that was from April. So we have been living in a hotel room. Uh, very, it's, it's a nice place. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's perfectly comfortable. But it's very small. So mm. it's been a bit of a strange thing then obviously when we got locked down and all that kind of stuff I think it's fair to say I wanted to cave your face in every single day that we've been but now you know how I live all the time you know what I mean you do have (laughs) one of those faces which lends itself to battery you want to be careful because there's a Percy Pig money bank up there and I will just cave you in am I going to be like Saskia Duncan with an asteroid okay (laughs) fair dues Wow, so this, this is why we get along so well. It's just, it's just, just murder all the time. Right, so we moved into a hotel. And then coronavirus absolutely wrecked the country. Uh, we got put in lockdown together. Mm-hmm. We I when, it, when lockdown lifted, I went to see a friend. You then had to self-isolate, which meant I had to stay away for three weeks because I then had to I've self-isolate. I've had to isolate three fucking times. Yeah, um, which in and of itself is bad but then what when you're in a hotel room mm-hmm. where you haven't got a garden and it is just you can't leave a room and a bedroom it's yeah. uh yeah so how did you um how did you cope uh well after i finished <laughs> losing my mind um and uh in my wanked myself silly i did some lego which was good fun yeah I spent a fortune on lego but now we've ran out of room so every every surface in this hotel room is covered with a bit of lego so for perspective i'm well, looking i'm nice. looking behind me airport now and i can see 
three, four, eight full Lego sets that are each about mm-hmm. three hundred pounds, um, which he thought was the reasonable thing to do yeah. in my absence. Yeah, and absolutely, including two horrid Mickey and Minnie things. Oh, which they're are crazy. scary. They're creepy. Yeah, so every consumable surface is now covered in Lego, which is going to be a joy when we move back house, trying to move that thing back <laughs> right collapsing. Anyway, so yeah, we can put it with self isolation. We could put it being stuck here, but then what? A month or so ago, month and a half ago, you actually got coronavirus. I got the Rona. You did, and despite me being around you in close proximity for bloody ages um, I didn't get it we had to isolate apart from one another so I was in the room next door in my door. time of need you abandoned me <laughs> oh, f- fuck off right put that right <laughs> put it right come on did I abandon you yes did I fuck abandon you I, I got him a, I got him an afternoon tea delivered <laughs> I got him shopping delivered I never got that yeah, because you lost your sense of taste and smell, oh, so yeah, I thought it was probably yeah. better that I ate it in my room, oh. and it was delicious. Brave soul. Yeah, and I cooked you. I cooked you breakfast, lunch, and dinner every I day. Did. You did. You did cook me dinners. Yeah, and, and lunches. Come on. And lunches. All yeah, right. thank Same you. Thing. I'm sorry. But Same I, you, thing. You, you're portraying me as such a monster. <laughs> uh, I just I want some sympathy. Anyway, so yeah, you, that was a frightening time. But luck, luckily, overall, um, my symptoms are all very mild, so no need to worry. Yeah. Well, you lost your sense of taste and smell. That was the most distressing thing. Because right. all I wanted was like crunchy chicken. And yeah. I could not taste a thing, and it was the most weirdest feeling. It wasn't like a cold where no. everything just tastes nothingy. Yeah. It was just no sensation of taste at all. It was the most bizarre thing. And yet, the weird thing is, listeners, despite losing his sense of taste and smell, and despite being poorly, <laughs> Paul managed to put on weight. <laughs> which, is, which is incredible when you think. <laughs> you didn't get any taste. You've got to feed a cold, haven't you? <laughs> Yeah. One cold love. Not yeah, well, one. I had Corona, which is like ten golds. Not, not a ward full of cold. <laughs> I was distressed. Yeah, well, and I couldn't really pull him on it because you know what? I was in the next. I was in the next room. Uh, I have health anxiety, so I was panicking about getting it. But actually, my biggest concern, genuinely, was you getting, you know, more poorly. Yes, yes, it. Oh, shut up! Yes, it was. Don't portray me as a monster. It's not fair. So. Altogether, this year has I've been... Got my, still haven't got my afternoon tea. <laughs> like, order yourself a fucking afternoon tea, then you fucking get. <laughs> anyway, so um, this year has been a bit of a whitewash, hasn't it? Like, wash yeah. Out, wash out. Yeah, it's... Um, this year has this year has definitely been a bit of a washout, hasn't it? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> More insight. You just waved your hands in front of me. No, it was to say, I'm going to re-record that bit. Oh, okay, so, right, right so this year, it's safe to say it's been a bit of a washout, hasn't it? Yeah, 2020 has been a bit shite. So that leads us to what we're actually going to talk about today. I'm awfully sorry because it's half an hour in, but you know what? Feature length, who cares? One thing I am going to mention uh, that did happen in the middle of the year was mm. the planner, which kind of got derailed by the fact that everyone was so preoccupied with coronavirus. And in the middle of all our own dramas. Yeah. Um, so our diet planner came out. It's six-month diary. It's fantastic. We oh, love yes. it. Yeah. Um, and we're going to do a bit more of a push on that in the new year because I think a diet planner is a new year thing. Yeah. So if no. you are looking for something to record all your food and the exercise and stuff like that, please buy it. Our yeah. house did burn down. We could really do with the money. <laughs> well, indeed. <laughs> Um, and it's also really good and all that shit. So what we, what, the only thing I'm going to really, I think we should really touch on today is, before we get into the next episodes where we talk about weight loss and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's more about, right, 2020 has been a shit year for everyone. Everyone. Nobody has had a good year this year, have they? No, no. Right? So I've put on a lot of weight. I haven't put on a lot of weight. I put on about three and a half stone. And you've put on, what, three and a half, four? Ugh, yeah, probably about that, yeah. But, I mean, let's be honest, right? I mean, for, for us, we're living in a hotel room. We have very little cooking uh, ability. Yeah. We've got one hob and one little induction hob. Um, we don't have everything that we've got used to have at home. 
Um, so that's been a chore. We've been using a kettle, a hob, and a microwave, and that's it. Yeah, and then a little <laughs> portable induction hob, and yeah. then that's it. But so we have just been living on Deliveroo and Uber and HelloFresh. Yeah. And HelloFresh is great for like the meals, and, not a plug, but you know it's great for like meals and stuff like that. But it hasn't been the best time to diet. We haven't been able to go outside yeah. to exercise yeah. a lot of the time. Because before all of this, I was doing exercise classes, which was the only kind of exercise. I found that I enjoyed doing. Get me to jazzercise. Yeah, jazzercise. <laughs> you were looking the busy <laughs> It's where you do the neon thing on the trampolines. Good Lord. But, uh, but yeah, that's all closed down. So yeah. that's been really hard. That's been really difficult. And then half the time, when you think like lockdown and stuff like that, you weren't. I mean, I know this is a you could go outside and exercise, right? But I'm going to say this. The only people that I ever saw exercising outside during lockdown were smug runners. Yeah. And it was like they'd amplified their smugness <laughs> that runners already have. Because, oh, look at me, it's a pandemic. But, oh, look, I'm in my leotard, I'm going to run. So, fuck off. And then also, I mean, for the large part of the year, going to the shops, like, we would just, for example, if we need an ingredient, normally just go to the shop, get it. It became an exercise in, do I need to go to the shop? Yeah. Do I need to do that? Can I make do? And even now when you go, it's stressful as fuck. It really is. I can't yeah. deal with people in my personal space at the best of times. But now, it's like, oh, they could be coughing and all that kind of stuff. Mm. It's just gross. And people have no personal space respect at yeah. all, do they? Um, so, yeah. Kind of the point that I'm driving towards is there's probably a hell of a lot of people out there who will be looking now at the end of this year, so at the start, well, I suppose it's 2021 now, isn't it? Mm. And they'll be thinking, oh, I've put on so much weight. But do you know what? The only thing I'm going to say to these people is don't fucking worry about it. Yeah. If you've put a weight on, and you probably have, yeah. well you know, well done if you haven't, but if you have, don't feel guilty about it because no. it's been a shit year. No one blames you. It's no. fine. This is about the only year that I reckon you could put on weight and nobody will judge you. <laughs> You've got away with it. Yeah. Enjoy it while you can. Seriously, because you know, next this year we've got the vaccine coming hopefully before like mutant coronavirus kicks yeah. in. Um, you know, we'll all have to get back to normal. But Jesus Christ, if you've survived 2020 and. I'm assuming you have if you're listening to this and then you've done well that's if all. not welcome to the other realm <laughs> <laughs> someone gone in the air and covered Salem <laughs> someone's Ouija board's gone very very wrong Jeez, can you imagine getting us on the end of a Ouija board <laughs> you get RSI from the old bloody Gavin and all the letters and stuff like that <laughs> the glasses just hover over eee <laughs> dish 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 <laughs> so yeah um I mean we did try and exercise and stuff like that well, so example yeah. our gym uh, our hotel has a gym um, which you think, great, we can go and use it, but you can't because you can only use it for 30 minutes at a time. Well, it's only just reopened, isn't it? It's only just yeah. reopened, and most of the time it's full. It, for the limit time it is open, it's full of meatheads shouting yeah. and bawling in there. Um, so that hasn't been a pleasant experience, and I've just kind of thought, and I know you think the same, this year, fuck it. Yeah. We've done the one thing that matters this year, which is survive, for the want of a really less melodramatic term, but yeah. it's true, though. So I'm not going to hang like get myself hung up on it, nor should anybody else. And then we'll, you know, we're in 2021 now, maybe get to a vaccine and then maybe look at sorting yourself out. But if anyone's out there of any kind of guilt or any kind of regret, don't. Don't even. I would say now it's now it's a new year. I do feel like I'm ready, I am ready to put 2020 behind us. And we always do this anyway, but new year, new start. I'm not yeah. going to get started straight away, though. I want at least a couple of weeks to ease myself into healthy eating and all that <laughs> crap. Um, but what Christmas is for. We do have one thing to talk about, um, which will help with your weight loss. Absolutely. So you may remember, because we've mentioned it ever so many times, um, that we have a cookbook out which is the first cookbook, Teach Up Becomes the Cookbook. It's white, it's lovely, it's full of amazing recipes. Gorgeous book. Well, they always say, you know, you can't beat the first time, 
bollocks because this is sick. <laughs> we have our sequel cookbook out. Um, it should be out by the time this is released. Uh, it's called Wait for It. Teacher becomes fast and filling. Oh, I'm still not sold on the title, but you know what? The recipes are fast or filling, and they are amazing. And seriously, we're not just bigging ourselves up here. This is. The first book times ten, isn't it? Oh, it really is. It really is. Don't think that it loses anything because they're quick recipes. Yeah. They're, honestly, they're absolute bangers. Well, and, and all of them this time are under five hundred calories. Yeah, and we should say though, they're, it's not that they're all quick. It's a some of them might take a little bit of time, but they will save you time because they're easy to batch cook. Yeah, they're, they're easy to prepare now and eat later. That yeah. kind of thing. So quick to cook, quick to prepare, or both. Yeah, one. Yeah, um, and they're all bloody. Yeah, they really are. Seriously, really are. that's not just us saying it. They really are good. We were a bit worried when we thought about book two. It's like, well, how do we top the first book? And we realised we don't need to top the first book. It's more just about more of the same. But we've kind of ramped up the bits that we like. So there's a lot more humour in there. There's a little bit more us in there. Yeah. Um, but the recipes are just. Phenomenal. And we Phenomenal. listened to what people wanted. People wanted quick recipes that yeah. were easy to cook. And we hope we've done you proud with this one. Yeah. And it's it, really good. It just looks so bloody oh, good. Do. It really it does. Really do. And there's a recipe in there which you may have seen by now called Whoopsie Daisies, which is my favourite. <laughs> a super simple recipe. It'll um, become your favourite too, I'm sure. Yeah, we're just hoping <laughs> to see lots of Whoopsie Daisies on social media because it just lends itself to practical humour. And that's all about <laughs> us. So you can buy our book, buy all of them, the first book, the planner, and the second cookbook from, well, mo- all supermarkets. Yeah. WH Smith, Waterstones, Amazon, all that kind of stuff. Everywhere. Everywhere you can buy books. Everywhere, good books are sold yeah exactly well done I like, I like that voice it's creepy but you know we'll get there oh you're um, wet and you know it so that's the first episode I'm awfully sorry that we've waffled on about ourselves a lot um, it's classic us but um, the next four episodes are more in line with what we were doing before which is just generally weight loss and stuff like that and this is just a more of a how do you do that's right an introduction if you will how have you been like a hello Paul hi no, no, do not get one back wow I said hi oh, hello James oh yeah Hi, Muffin. Oh, God, don't call me Muffin on here, because I'll call you by your... That's right. We'll save it for our bedtime. All right, well, I'll just call you by your nickname, which is Shitty Arts. Anyway, (laughs) so we always like to end on a couple of questions which people have sent in. Um, So we're just going to do two really quick ones. Mm. um, Thank you for everyone who sent that question in. Yeah. So we don't know who sent these in, so I apologise. And anyway, you're not getting a fee. We're going to talk... I'll I'll, I'll ask you the first question, which is, if you were drag queens, what would you call yourself? I would be Swatty Fanny. Why? Uh, because it makes me laugh. Oh, you have to do it in the top of voice. <laughs> so just for context, this is from one of Paul's favourite sketches from Chewing the Fat. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's nice cream van, and these two kids go up to this woman and say, "I want a swatchy a fanny." I can't do the accent. Want a swatchy a fanny? Want in a swatchy a fanny? To which she replies, "All oh, right," and then she gets me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Dunbar. We're doing it no justice at all, but so, yeah. it's really funny. So I'll call myself Swatcher Your Fanny. Yeah, have a look on Chewing the Fat um, and yeah, on YouTube, and you'll find it's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, in terms of me, uh, my nickname would be Misfold Protein because I was what brought dark. Uh, it is dark. <laughs> but I was brought up on Netto beef burgers in a tin. Seriously, my brain is a ticking time bomb. There's a prion in there just chewing its way around. And one day I'm going to wake up and be like, nope, I can't walk anymore. There is a Finder's crispy pancake just waiting to ruin our lives, Seriously, I'm sure. It's a time bomb of gristle and bum yeah. holes. Maybe that, that could be the next cookbook. Time gristle and bum holes. Gristle and bum holes. When you were a kid, did all your burgers have like um, little indentations on them? Yeah, well, I was in. Yeah, yeah. It's just sign of a Popeye burger. Well, can you remember? Can you? Actually, yeah. Can you remember? So we used to get burgers in a tin. Yeah. Can you remember bacon grill? No, what's a bacon grill? No, it's not. It's not. It's like you get a tin 
And it was it was always from Neto or QuickSave. Oh, we didn't have Neto down so. Oh, did you have a QuickSave? Oh, yeah. Right, okay. Well, the same kind of thing. And it, it's like spam, but it's, it's, oh, it's hard to describe. It's like a lump of bacon. Bacon? Bacon. Bacon. Like a lump of bacon. I'm mad at that. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you did that. You set that one up. Right? No. Bacon grill. Right? And it's just like, it, it plops out like peck. But you, you cut it into slices and you fry it and it, it it's just dead bacony. But it's you can tell it's just, you can't tell. So what is it, it spam is. just with bacon flavouring? It's more like, imagine the cheapest thing of peck that you can get, but it tastes like bacon. Oh, I think I want it. No, it was really nice though. It was really nice, but then it stopped mm. appearing in shops, which makes me think it was probably linked <laughs> some awful health crisis. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, that's why. So misfolded protein would be mine because there's darkness in my future. Yeah? If there's anything that's going to um, misfold my proteins, it'll be some I had, well, I had a kid and I was obsessed with it. It was like a beef burger, yeah. but it had cheese in the middle yeah. and then it was breaded. Yeah, but you can still, you get that in um, Scottish fish and chip shop. Yeah, but it wasn't like a it was frozen and compressed and <laughs> deep fried and stuff. I like was obsessed with this, and then you can just scrape the coating off. Oh, I had a particular way of eating it; it was delicious. Oh, I see. We never got Finder's crispy pancakes. Oh no, we had some knockoff. Yeah, that was like written in Turkish. <laughs> well, we we always used to get these like oh, I don't know what you'd call it, right? So it, it wasn't a steak, obviously. It was like minced steak. Oh, they call it. Um, oh, we used sorry. to get them from. Uh, muscle food, uh, hatch steaks, hatch steaks, but yeah, it's like a, it's like a steak shaped out of mince. <laughs> but you know, when you cook mince and it goes like a kind of a greyish color, yeah. and that means it's yeah, cooked, yeah. it was like the reverse. So you get it out, it was like this puck of grey meat, and you put it in, it would go red. And it was like, I don't know what's happened there, it's like some weird kind of backwards cooking, but it tasted lovely. Honestly, I dread to think what, what kind of shite we used to eat with mm. a little, but anyway, yeah, ticking time bomb. Can't wait for that one to hit. Gone, tinned meatballs. Yeah, tin meat meals all right. Do you remember when you? No, did... no, I know, I love them. That's, that was. Well, a can you remember at the start of the whole coronavirus thing when we did a little bit of shopping? We didn't panic buy, but we did get some stuff to put in our shed. R.I.P. Um, rest in peace, shed. Yeah, and you were a good shed. One of the things you bought was a whole load of Campbell's meat. Was it Campbell's meatballs? Yeah, whatever. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you took a proper titty lift because you came home and worked one week, and I just worked my way through the lockdown yeah. rations. Oh, what are them? <laughs> yeah, but I was saving you from yourself. You left me with the pasta and sauce, the yeah. cheese and broccoli one, which is just. Ugh. I'll, no, I'm sorry. I'll fight you on that mm. one. The best, I call the best pasta and sauce is. Uh, you the, can't you can't have one that's so extreme that you hate. You've got to have one that you like as well. The best one is actually a knockoff, which is the Asda um, bacon and cheese one because it reminds me of going on holiday. Why doesn't Asda bacon and cheese pasta and sauce remind you of going? On I have holiday? no idea. What the we fuck must have had it. That? We must have been living off it. Yeah. It would have been when we were going on on a holiday when we were. Uh, a couple of years ago, we didn't have so much disposable income, yeah. and we would just live off packet foods. Oh, can you remember the first time we went to Florida? We were so excited that we're like, at t- you know, at Christmas when time just slows down as a kid. That was us ready to go to Florida. So we, we were taking t- night oil at like six o'clock just so <laughs> yeah. we come quicker. It was a mainlining night oil. I can't remember. It was a great week, but it was like I didn't remember three hours of it. And we didn't have some like four hundred pounds spending money, and we. I thought we were dripping in cash. Oh, we did, and then we went over at the outlet store, and I got a pair of £60 trainers, and it was like, well, that's us now. <laughs> no food for us. Seriously, that's why we had to go to... Do you know, we're talking about bloody cheap meat and you know dangerous proteins and proteins and stuff. Mm. We ate Sizzler every, t- every single morning, oh, didn't we? Sizzler. Oh, I used to love my Sizzler shit. Yeah, but if you're paying... Free- Pardon? 
I don't remember afterwards. I'd have the shits immediately afterwards. Right. First of all, I, I do want to apologise to people who are listening to this for the first time. We do tend to mention Paul's bowel habits an awful lot because it's an integral part of our holiday. Look, it was a buffet breakfast, <laughs> all you can eat for one ninety nine dollars. Yeah. Frankly, I don't mind getting the shits after that. It's worth it. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but I, like, at least an hour of my day is spent like angrily looking at the gents' toilets, like in some lobby where you're like busy, you know, doing whatever you need to do. Well, you wouldn't spring for the three ninety nine breakfast across the street. Well, absolutely not. Not for what was a one ninety nine dollar. One one ninety nine dollar. One no one ninety nine dollar. Wow, that's the worst American impression I've ever heard. No, um, the only thing I remember about the Sizzler one, it was delicious, but there was flies on everything. I remember picking up a muffin off the pile and the one underneath was covered in mould mm. you still ate it though, didn't oh, you yeah, it's because you're a greedy bugger right let's ask you the question you can ask me this question ok so the next question we have is do you still drive a smart car and do you have one each I will answer James wishes <laughs> I absolutely don't so no um, Paul has a smart car I have a smart car and Brenda. I profess to hate it because it's an awful looking car but I will say I will say it's actually really fun to drive. It's a really fun little car to drive. It's a cracking Because it is like you're driving a roller skate. Yeah. Um, and I like driving. I really do. And it's an automatic car, which I don't like automatic, so I like manual because, you know, I like being charged, obviously. Um, but the thing is, so I wanted... I didn't want to drive it. I had a go. Loved it. I wouldn't get one myself. And we look fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Me and Paul in a smart car getting out at Asda. You know, like when clowns get out of a little car. It's us. It doesn't accelerate too well when we're both in it. <laughs> God, it doesn't. So the bit is, we're, we're often driving down the country together. And we'll stop at a service station. And then trying to join the A1 in busy traffic. <laughs> you know, full rev in a smart car with like both of us in wedged first in gear. it. Jeez, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I've never heard a car cry. <laughs> Um, so no um, I, I don't have one but Paul has you one. have a boring Citroen but my I have the smart car she is gorgeous yeah. she is Brenda she was briefly called BB but that didn't quite fit so she's now Brenda the Brenda. second okay. Brenda the second okay well I mean you know and it brings him a lot of joy and I do like watching him just turn on a penny in the car park that is quite good yeah. fun I, 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 I wouldn't have one um, and it is annoying not being able to put anything in the back and you can literally put a leaflet in like a bottle of water in the back of your car and it's full <laughs> uh, so yeah I have a boring Citroen however in a couple of weeks time I will get the. this is the right the one thing I will say about this book doing so well um, is that it has given us a chance to get a couple of things that we've always wanted because we're in a position where we're able to do that now. One of them is a uh, not-shit car. Not-shit car. So, I always had a really boring Citroen. I always wanted a really fast, like, proper chavy little car, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, so, I have got myself a Golf R, which is chavy as fuck. It's in... I think it's in gold, isn't it? No, Alpine... It's like a piss-yellow colour. Oh, wow. I think... <laughs> piss-yellow. Well, to be fair, it is. It's, yeah. it's like sugar puff piss. But... <laughs> It goes out the cloud. I can't wait, and I'm dead excited about it. And that's been that's been the nice thing about having the book do so well is that we're actually able to do stuff like that. We're never going to be big spenders, and we're not that type of person. But finally, able to treat ourselves, so which is good. Yeah. So um, that wraps it up for today. Um, I will say, thanks just, for listening. Thanks for listening. Obviously, in terms of our books, you can go on Amazon. All this that we said it all before. Amazon, Waterstones, W H Smith. We've got one cookbook out. We've got two cookbooks out. We've got a diet planner out. There's also if you're tighter than you know a submarine door you can find wow. 700 recipes on our website www.are oh, we up to 700 we're now? up to 700 Blimey. seriously uh, www.2chubbycubs.com uh, we've got facebook groups got instagram twitter it's all two chubby cubs just do a search for it um so if you need advice free advice anything like that just come along and we will help 
And if you're local and you ever see us in the street, please come and say hello, because we do like it, even though we might look terrified to begin yeah. with. I mean, it's saying that, nice. use a bit of discretion. If you see us, like, one of us, <laughs> if you see me coming out of a clap clinic, for example, please don't <laughs> come over. I'll be very, I'll be very vulnerable at that point, you know. Um, so, yeah, pick your moments, people, that's all I say. And I think that's us. <laughs> yeah, what a way to finish. <laughs> yeah, finish on a high. Right, so, thank you very much, and we will see you soon. Cheers, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.